Hi and welcome to welcome back to my math education podcast. I'm Tony and I'm a math teacher, middle school math teacher at Bernice Middle School. I'm teaching algebra this year and this is my podcast slash um, spoken journal of what's going on uh, in the class as I'm working towards the idea of a more engaged classroom. Uh, From uh, the research book of Building Thinking Classrooms, and so this week, not much really happened, although I guess I did a lot of work. Uh, we had back to school night, so we had, uh, and we had our district testing this week. So I was really able to, um, well, Monday and Tuesday back then, I, um, I worked on lessons and group work, consolidating notes. Their notes were just terrible at the end of the class, and, um, I really didn't include anything. And I went through the unit or the chapter and I made my own notes about what I thought was important about this stuff. What kind of things should they be taking from each section? And I was filling two pages worth of stuff. And I realized that there's a lot of stuff in here that they're just glazing over that they have no idea about, like the idea of a set and a subset and lots of notation things. What does the notation for integers, uh, what is that? Uh, and uh, rational numbers and those funky little symbols all over the place. Square roots. Square roots are another element of this. And I did some, I, I, I created notes for that. And I realized, wow, there's actually even more because most of my students are 8th graders. And so that means they're going to take the 8th grade standards test. They, you know, we're doing double duty. They're going to be taking their final exam. They're going to be a lot more worried about the final exam than they are going to be about the standards test. The standards test doesn't do anything for them. I have to create the desire for them to do well. Although I think they overall want to do well, but they're not going to kill themselves over that state test. It And it covers really none of our algebra curriculum. Uh, there is overlap. There is some overlap, but the detail involved in that is uh, greater. So I was reviewing some of these questions that they would see on the state test, and I'm realizing, wow, we got to take the square roots of decimals and a lot of estimating with square roots in here and that's really not part of our curriculum at all it's part of some of the eighth grade and they got that stuff last year uh, but it didn't have to be emphasized because they weren't tested as seventh graders on the eighth grade content it's just this awful align lack of alignment of curriculum and testing and these kids are known as the higher performing students so usually people don't worry about them but i'm worried i'm looking at this stuff saying man they gotta they gotta test on this too 
and we're measured. I mean, my effectiveness is measured in part or actually entirely on how they perform in these tests. And it's not like I get a bonus or anything, but I want to make sure I'm doing a good job. I want to make sure I'm doing right by them as well. Um, and so that's that's a concern. So I then realize I need to up my game on how to estimate for square roots. And it's all over YouTube. And I'm doing some research. And I'm learning some stuff about that. Stuff I never had to really think about. But uh, there's some simple... Um, methods for estimating square roots that would really uh, improve student performance on their standardized exams. So we're going to go over it. And I'm going to add on to my notes for that. So there's even more notes on square root stuff. So they are, I don't know, I think they're overestimating their ability to uh, remember things. There's no way they're going to remember that stuff. And so you have to give them, I guess you have to give them the tough love of, well, you should have been writing it down, but I'm going to. And I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to print every, I, I don't know. I, I If I print all this stuff, I see it crumpled up on the floor of the room. And I just think, God, okay. Some kids need this. Some kids I don't know. And some of those kids that need it will never look at it. But at least I have it there. I'll be, make, I'll be making YouTube videos about this stuff too. I have a channel called Talking Hands Math. And on that, I just run through our curriculum. It's all the stuff that we do. So I've done it for my Math 7 Accelerateds from the past years. We, I just opened up the textbook and just did every problem in that book. It took me God, it took me months and months to, uh, of doing it. But anyway, uh, I'll be running through our curriculum here. But I'm going to be uh, including everything, every concept that we're going through in the school year. It's going to be there um, as I think that they should experience it. I'm trying to do it in the most comprehensive yet concise way of doing that. So that's what the notes are. That's what the YouTube videos will be. And uh, and it's all to complement the work that we're doing uh, in that textbook. Because I'm, I'm just viewing the textbook as a group of problems that are related to what they should be learning. But to get to that, I'm providing my written notes and my written solutions to every problem that I assign and YouTube videos on uh, summarizing my notes and probably working through all the questions that I'm doing as well. So this is a ton of work, ton. Uh, I don't know, and I think it's I think it's good. I I do kind of like doing it, but um, boy, when time gets tight and I start tutoring a bunch because I do that as well. Uh, and then you get a family of three. It's tough. But um, anyway, that's the status of what's kind of going on right now. Um, and then uh, we're working on, um, uh, because at our school, we uh, on the we prioritize our standards. And those priority standards, uh, if you don't get them, 
If the class doesn't get it, then we reteach and reassess. If, there, if there's a small group of students that didn't get it, then we will reteach and reassess during our um, what we call swell, which is a structured uh, tutorial time. And uh, we'll reteach, reassess during that time. And um, so, uh, and and then back to building thinking classrooms. I'm I'm all I also came across this um, YouTube video of that focuses on thin slicing concepts, and this guy walked through how to thin slice your way to deriving the quadratic formula. And I thought it was wonderful. It was great. I'm going to take these ideas and I'm going to teach our, um, because we're going to get into equations and expressions and such. And uh, so I'm going to dive into that stuff and, um, and, and kind of thin slice my way through that. Um, yeah, I kind of see the first half because I, I a lot of the stuff is review from last year too. So I kind of need to get fast. I need to go fast through this stuff. And um, yeah, I, I think that uh, next week is when we need to go fast through our content because we're going to have a test on that first chapter on Friday. So kids are going to be kind of shocked because they have... Um, and I'm not going to be in the classroom on Tuesday. We have an in-house um, release day, so we're all uh, the whole math team's on campus. But um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to um, work quickly because the other the other teacher he um, he he already started lecturing. So I spent some time uh, working with uh, tasks with the students. And I lost a couple days right there, so I'm behind. I'm feeling that pinch, you know. It's hard to work with this new thinking classroom um, uh, format and kind of compete with a traditional lecture style like my partner is. And and so we have to test on the same days, and I'm just fine. I'm just wondering how. How do I implement a different system and yet still adhere to the same schedule? It, it's um, because the promise is that you work slow first to be able to work fast later. And I don't know. I think um, I might have to just bail on the whole thing. I don't want to. But I just don't want, I feel, I fear that if I teach the same way that I have in the past, I will get the same results from my students that I have in the past. And a lot succeed, but not enough of them. I need more. I need more for my students. Um, so this is the crossroads that I'm at right now. But um, are you a math teacher? Have you uh, experienced the pinch? Do is what I'm saying resonating? If so let's talk, let's engage and figure out. I mean, there are a lot of teachers out there that are doing standards-based grading. I would love to do that. Um, they they're doing the building thinking classrooms top from top to bottom. I want to also, but um, 
I, I could use uh, some guidance. If you're out there and you have done this or you're doing this now, let's talk. Let's, let's open up that conversation for others that want to follow as well. The book is good, but the book falls short um, on how, what, what, when you're actually delivering content and you are supposed to fill that grade book, what does that look like? Um, you can email me. My name's Tony Zare, T-O-N-Y-Z-E-R-R-E-R at gmail.com, and uh, we'll get you on. Well, thank you for listening, and uh, I hope, um, if you're a teacher, I, I would assume that teachers are the primary um, demographic, though you could be a parent, you could be uh, an education researcher. Uh, I hope that uh, anything I say is uh, resonating and uh, helping you with your practice. All right. Well, thank you.